Move that bus! 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 Move! Oh! Oh! It's the talentless writer, everybody! In person! This is what he looks like! Welcome, everybody. We have uh, everybody in the studio again. Thank you for coming back to episode 18. How you doing today, Fubby? I'm good! Mm -hmm. Today's podcast is sponsored by Mama's Bean Boy Spicy Sauce. Mikey, what would we do without Mama's Bean Boy Spicy Sauce? Well, Danny, I'll answer your question with another question. How do we keep going without beans is, is, is the better question. I heard they discovered beans in 1601. They did. In 1600s? Let me tell you, it was a beanless world. People were terrified. It was pandemonium. Mm -hmm. You think you think the world's crazy with TikTok right now? Like that's the Wild West. That that wasn't the Wild West, folks. It sucked because there was no beanie babies in 1600. It was only e babies. Yeah, depends on what time you're living, but you have to live with the means, and uh, they went with it. And luckily, we're here today, thanks to thanks to the pioneers. They went with the means. They went with the beans, mm -hmm. and that's all we could say. Thank you, Mama Bean Bean Boy Spicy Sauce. Thank you for sponsoring today's podcast. But we're back, everybody. Thank you for co tuning into this uh, 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 episode eighteen of season two. I'm glad everybody liked the first episode. We have a very special guest for you today with some very, uh, shall we say, exciting news. This is going to be huge. We have. The talentless writer, YouTube animator extraordinaire, doing his first ever on-air face reveal. We'll get to that in a second. But first, I wanted to thank everybody again for watching the first uh, episode of season two. If, if everybody who's listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, there is a YouTube show version that you could go watch on my YouTube channel. Um, you know, just go over to YouTube, type in my name, Danny Casal, Cool Man Coffee Dan, you will find my YouTube channel. And if you're listening on Spotify, no, no, no. If you're watching on YouTube, if you see my face, my pretty boy face here right now. We're also on Spotify, Apple Music, etc. Um, and you could find that by hitting the pods link in the description. I have all the links in the description below or just go to Spotify and type in that's really cool, man. But I like to put that out there. Uh, at the end of the day, I want to check in with all of you. Hope all of you are well. Mikey, how are you feeling today? Feeling good, Danny. I, I really enjoyed last week's episode and I think uh, I think that we got something really cool going here. We do. This is really exciting. We actually have the guest on the line as we speak. We do. Uh, Dimitri, the talentless writer, uh, is here with us on Zoom uh, on the East Coast. How you doing, baby? <laughs> What's up, guys? Oh, sh oh. So, I'm so excited to be on the podcast. This is, this is awesome that I get to be part of this. Wait, this is your this is your this is your real face. Yeah, this is my real. I told everybody I wear glasses. Like I know it's usually not on my character, but. This is uh, this is what I look like usually. But I, I assume there was a human behind the animation. I mean, was I was I wrong? Like this is this is actually for anybody who's listening. Like it's literally his fucking animated avatar as his face. Yeah, I mean, ignore the hair going on here. I have the hair up here, but yeah, this is this is my face, bro. Like I don't know, I don't know what you expected. I mean, I, I met up with you a couple of times. I don't, I'm surprised you don't remember. I thought I, I would like. remember. Ben, do you want to yeah. look at what I'm seeing right now? I mean, yeah. this is literally pretty insane because it's it's as if uh it reminds me of like the timmy turner uh like 
uh, Jimmy Neutron collab where this episode, uh, it's like reality meets your animated style. I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest with you. Uh, well, I don't know if you're you bring up race or something, if that's what you're going Oh, Four, Danny. This is, uh, this is my face. Yeah. Am I being mean? Because <laughs> I thought it would be like a human. I thought this would be big. Danny, you can't. Oh, you can't do that. You can't, man. I, I, I don't know what... I, all right. So if this is your real life animated face, how do you like go about your day-to-day -day life? Like, do people look at you weird? I mean, it is 2020 and we have to be progressive. I understand. But like, what if you have to order like an ice cream, you know, in real life? Uh, then I just... uh. I, I like lift this up a little bit and then I eat the ice cream and then that's that's basically how it works. I lift up my face. There's like two face flaps I got going on. This is literally uh, groundbreaking. I think a lot of your subscribers especially would uh, be stoked to know that you look exactly like you do in real life as you do in your videos. Yeah. Um, I try to I try to keep it as uh, the same as possible. Uh, the body's a little different, right? I'm not wearing a blue shirt, but uh, everything else is basically the same. Right, right. Well, this is this is incredible, but as incredible as this is, um, honestly, I had this bit planned out uh, about <laughs> one hour prior to shooting where uh, I called him up and I was like, dude, like this is, uh, you, you should print out a piece of paper and have your face on it. Um, your animated face, which I thought was, was hilarious, but any of the viewers that were clickbaited into watching this, I assume are <laughs> super upset now. Hmm. So should we show, I mean, what do you think, Mikey? You've been on YouTube as long as me. Should we show what he actually looks like? I don't think that's up to us, Danny. I think that's up to the man on the other side. The talentless writer, are you ready to show your real human face to the public for the first time in YouTube history? I think I am. I think I'm ready. Like Ty in Home Improvement, what's the show called? Where he says, move that bus and they reveal the house. Oh, that's, yeah. That's how I'm feeling right now. I love it. Move that bus. 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 Oh, oh. It's the talentless writer, everybody. In person. This is what he looks like. Wow. This is it. This is like a lizard shedding his skin. This is huge. This is huge. How, I mean, this how do you? Is, this is it. <laughs> th this this is groundbreaking. This this has never been done before. Never. And like you know, other people have like huge announcements. This is my huge announcement on my channel. I get to debut your beautiful human face for anybody listening. I mean, he's a handsome man. He has glasses. He has a clean cut. He has a beautiful tan. I I don't even know not how you really, upkeep not the tan, but <laughs> well, it's a natural tan because. What's your ethnicity again? Remind me. Greek. Greek tan. Dude. My Greek Dude. brother. I'm not Mikey? even joking. How Mikey, awesome. is that you? My cousin Mikey? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Dude, when I heard your name was Dimitri, throw all the animation stuff aside, which is amazing, by the way. But uh, yeah, I hear Dimitri and I go, Greek? Yeah. I yeah. love it. And then there's just fuckboy Danny over here being Italian and Irish. <laughs> like... Fuck me, right? Hey, you're fine, it was classic Danny. New York combination. I know it really is. You're but doing great. You're up in Queens, where where apparently the Greeks just take over. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess kind of. Yeah. The Greeks I, take over like, wherever they're at. I love the confidence. Yeah, yeah. I guess kind yeah. of. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, like it's very diverse here. Obviously, it's not just Greek people. What kept you from showing your face for this long? Like, there's no. I felt like there was no need for me to do it. Like. 
in my previous channels, I showed my face. Like I was doing like commentary style videos, like Cody Ko and people like that. But I was just like, I'm not good in front of a camera. Like I move my hands a lot, like usually when I'm recording audio. And uh, I just, I didn't feel really comfortable in front of a camera. But now for this podcast, I was like, I'll, I'll show my face. I don't care. Well, I got to be honest. I was stoked that you wanted to do this because I was like, I mean, it would be cool when we were texting. I'm like, it would be cool to get a face reveal going on. But I, don't, I know that's a huge ask. Like there's other animators on YouTube that have yet to show their face and they've been at yeah. doing their thing for years like but the fact that you said you were down for this like i was like oh shit the man is uh the man is comfortable the man is upgrading his youtube career here because once you show your face then you're getting stopped at you know at in public uh i don't think i'm gonna reach that point at this at this level i'm at but i, I know like a lot of youtubers who've shown their face like uh like there's a couple of youtubers who i know who've shown their face plenty of times that are animators but they don't get stopped that much because I guess like even though they've showed it, they don't really people don't remember what they look like or they haven't seen that one video where they showed it. Right. Yeah. I dude, you know, I got recognized on Hollywood Boulevard here maybe um, once in like the month and a half I've been living here. And it's mm -hmm. like uh, I'm very comfortable with that number. Like I think if it oh. got any more. <laughs> Uh, I would because I'm like an awkward boy. I mean, Mikey's been, you know, on YouTube for a minute, too. And he's like very well known. And uh, he 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 get, gets recognized way more than I do. Lies. Yeah. I don't one time in like straight up the past year, I got recognized. This dude got recognized uh, in MedMen while wearing his mask. He got recognized by really? his voice. So wow. it's like a whole different thing. Like me, it's like people are like, are even though the nice gentleman that recognized me on Hollywood Boulevard over here, he had to ask me, are you cool man coffee, Dan? And I was tempted to say no and just let him uh, really feel confused. But uh, <laughs> I, it was a beautiful exchange. But I feel like you might be surprised, man. Like you, you know, could start, I don't know, having some people, especially in New York, see you and because wasn't it kind of it's kind of weird for you mikey getting recognized too right it's like a i little mean bit i don't a, it's not like i i don't get recognized that often it was funny though when i was walking in and um just by voice i i assume it's just because i you know talk so much or they just they hear the intonations that's what you do when they recognize you yeah it's a cop out on my part i'm like <laughs> oh man i got the mask on Someone needs to know I'm here. And really, at the end of the day, it just shows I'm a fraud. Gabagoo, gabagoo. I like it. I like yeah. it. I like, yeah, that's one way to assert dominance while at the same time while you're scaring the shit out of people. You do it at night, nightfall only. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know, dude. It's a big step for you, man. And I'm, I'm honored to have you doing this on my new show. I mean, that's fucking huge. Of course. Thank you for having me on it, too. I, I love this uh, podcast. Yeah. Sure. No, dude, this is awesome. And we have a bunch of... Uh, should we start off with maybe some Instagram questions? Um, yeah. I, I asked on my story the other day at Cool Man Coffee Dan on Instagram uh, to ask me some questions for the next episode that mm -hmm. I filmed this on. And I feel like a lot of these questions, although they are for me since you're in the same genre as to what I'm doing, you know, online animation, comedy content. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't seen the Talentless Writers stuff before, it's incredible. It's really funny. Um, you, uh, you took to Twitter one time and you were like, damn, I think I might just like take a break. And I told you straight up, I'm like, dude, like 
please don't like these are some of the funniest animations on youtube and uh i really mean that i want you to know because they are social commentary which we'll get into i believe one of the questions are about how you come up with your original ideas but it's like it's you have a very unique view of the world that i find is very funny how would how would you categorize your your style and your your storytelling style um i mean i kind of try to take like a stand-up approach to it more than just like telling a story like i obviously had a lot of comedy to it but it's um i don't know i just try to focus on what most people aren't noticing or maybe they don't really care about and I just try to like expand upon like the minuscule parts of life that nobody really gives a fuck about, but like right. broaden them. Yeah. And, and I think I do the same thing to an extent, but my videos are so short. So I only touch upon like maybe one punchline or two, but mm -hmm. you, your videos are like four five, six, seven minutes long. It's like you touch upon a few different punchlines, which is incredible. Thanks. Uh, so the first question here on your Instagram questions is, why do you draw nipples on all of your characters? I hope they're nipples at least. They 100% are nipples. Okay. Uh, and I feel like characters have to have nipples because that's basic human anatomy. If you if you don't give a character nipples, that's uh, probably like uh, inhumane. It, it's probably, um, uh, what's that word? Like warfare against humanity or crimes against humanity. Yeah. If I were to deny characters uh my nipples i mean dimitri when you first saw my animations you knew that they were nipples correct i mean these are nipples yeah i mean i don't know what else there would be i don't know if there would be like it could be nipple piercings but it was definitely straight up nipple going well, on even there. with the nipple piercing yeah, yeah it's implied that there's nipples yeah. there <laughs> exactly you know? and i if, love i love yeah. that that's the question and if you wanted to drive that home i think the circles would have been more gold plated or something you know what i mean right right like if i wanted to make sure that yes they are nipple pier piercings yeah. here's the bedazzled sparkle one would have oh yeah um but <laughs> next question if you had to start your adult life all over again and you didn't have the power to draw what do you do i'll, I'll let you go first dimitri like like if you were to wake up the next day and you had no talent to draw, which is funny because your username is the talentless writer, but like, what would <laughs> what would you, what do you think you would do for a career? Like, what would you wake up to get out of bed in the morning to do? Like, what would have you amped? Um, well, even if I sucked at drawing, if I couldn't draw at all, I could still like draw even the most bare minimum shape stick figures and still keep my content going. I guess, but like, let's say like. Is the question really like if you can't draw or if you can't do YouTube? Is that like what you're trying to imply? Or let's say you couldn't draw, like you know, and you could still do YouTube. Like maybe you would do a different style of YouTube. Yeah, I, I could probably do like show my face, I guess, and do like commentary. But I could, I feel like I could still pull off not a drawing, but it would just be like um like like you know casually explained or like grade A under A. It's like more like very simple art style. And I feel like I could continue my videos with that art style or I could take a different approach. Like one thing I've wanted to do for a while is do skits. Um, and maybe I could just, you know, I could take it as a blessing. I'm like, oh, I can't draw, but I could take a different opportunity and uh, try something else out. That's a great answer, man. Um, it's much better than mine, which would have been, I probably would have been um, like store manager at the Whole Foods <laughs> oh, no. that I was working at. You can at. still do YouTube though. That's Why would you change the store manager? You know what I mean? Like I, um, here's the thing. Like my first job, which I thought getting a job would be cool, was a stock boy at like a mom and pop uh, mm -hmm. Whole Foods type of health food shit. And um, 
really all I was doing in that job was eating a bunch of granola for free because it was boxes <laughs> of fucking granola. And it was lit, but it was $8 an hour. And I remember like working my ass off for an hour in like July, Long Island heat, and mm. like picturing like eight singles in my hands and being like, this ain't it, chief. But if I worked hard, I would have worked myself up the social ladder yeah. and probably became, you know, next thing you know, I would have been cashier. And then I would have been, oh, afternoon store hours manager. Then I would have been full hours manager. And then I would have been the store itself. Uh, <laughs> you would have personified the store itself? <laughs> I'd be like, come in me. No, fuck. <laughs> I'm oh, open. my God. I'm open for business. No. Um, so, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, dude, I'm so happy that I had drawing as my main thing right now because i always knew i wanted to draw i would like to know what the first video for you was that maybe popped off where you were like oh shit like maybe there's something here i think the main thing where i realized like oh i could i can actually see like a vision ahead for myself is my first like story time animation on this channel before i did like my regular animations that you see now i was doing um like animations of other YouTubers. Like I did a Cody Ko, Danny Gonzalez, Joe Santagato animation, just mm -hmm. like taking their audio and animating over that. And then I had like a series called uh, Modern Myths where I would just like uh, retell myths and fairy tales in my style, but it was a different art style. Um, but then after that, I decided I want to make story time animations. And once I made the first one, I was like, I really like how this turned out. Like for the first time after like, six channels that I had before that I was like I actually like how this is looking and how like this style is and uh I felt like if I keep going with this something could pop off and then three years later maybe three and a half years later um November of last year actually my first it was the first time I actually started gaining a lot of views and it wasn't like one video specifically but the most viewed one right now is um how to deal with random boners that's the most viewed <laughs> video right now but that one blew up the most, but it was just like my whole channel started gaining um, a lot of views. And that was like about three weeks after I did my collab with Bruce Do Films. Nice, man. Yeah, it's it's it just goes to show to like anybody who's thinking about making videos or trying something new. Like it's going to take some time. But like mm -hmm. once you hit that one, all you need is one video to go off. Yeah. And it's like that will instill the motivation to kind of keep going. And that's the same shit that happened with me, man. I mean, it's it's. Um, it's kind of like a tried and true recipe. Like you just need that one to go off to like be like, boom, we're in it, baby. And then it's just like validation along the way. Um, which brings me to the next bit. Uh, draw the news. I thought it'd be funny for uh, the article to be read while I draw like I did in the last episode. And also Dimitri, the talentless writer, to be drawing uh, his rendition in his style. It's, mm -hmm. it's lit. I love it. We're bringing all the minds together for one necessary and brilliant story written in the Sounds news. Sounds great, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Dimitri, I couldn't make this up, but when you said boners earlier, <laughs> let me tell you, dude, I jumped up. I don't know if we can cut to that, but, like, I jumped up, and it was it's supposed to be because, you know, humans hearing the word boner. How funny is that? You guys ready for this? This is the headline of the story. Here we go. I'm ready. Climbing Mount Everest gives people boners. <laughs> Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it because of the climate shift? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Let's fill that in. 
Because I got some answers for you. Okay. I think it would be possible when it's so cold. Up you'd there think you'd think until you click climbing the Mount Everest. The Mount Everest. It says climbing the Mount Everest is reserved for the elite. It requires months of preparation and a lot of money. But once you've succeeded, you would have the satisfaction of being at the highest point on Earth with an extra bonus. I think we know where this is going. What? <laughs> it might sound like a dirty joke, but it's actually a thing. According to Srinath Varma, a passionate 26-year-old climber, said, The entire blood flow slows down as you get higher on the mountain and the heart beats harder and faster. The lack of blood flow to your brain paired with oxygen deficiency really does make your mind go blank. You feel as though you have no retained knowledge and you start to forget how your body works. It's scary. When asked if he got the boner, he answered that he gets he gets one about after after about 4500 meters. <laughs> this phenomenon is not isolated and has a name in case you were weren't uh it's called the airplane boner. I was going to guess it was mountain mondo bone bone syndrome. See, that's that this is the, this is the simplified version of that. Cuz you can't put that in a new a headline. You know what I mean? But as the ca Danny, as the cabin pressure changes with altitude, the male penis becomes erect. Interesting. Yeah, that's the airplane boner. The lower cabin pressure due to altitude then causes blood to flow directly to the boner region of the male anatomy, is what it says. You know motherfuckers have been experiencing this for millennia, <laughs> but no one, no one spoke up about it until... <laughs> now just kids sitting in like the b seat of like two fat people like where's the justice <laughs> when, when will this be a crime because i'm looking at your bonus kid <laughs> i hate that they use the word bonus i'll never think about that word the same but i'm what I, like you know there's been like groups of like 60 men going on like in a like like going like we're going on an expe expedition tonight <laughs> And they make it up there, and they're all awkwardly like tense. And you think it's because they're freezing, and you think maybe it's because it's unknown territory or there are ghosts up there. But no, they're all popping woodies, dude. And no one wants to say anything. And they're staying close together because it is cold up there. And and they're like, ooh, you know, they're like, ooh, they're like stepping around. You know, they they all know that they should be really careful around it. I mean, I have a relatively simple drawing for this. I don't know how hard you're going, uh, Dimitri, no pun intended, but. Um. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's not, it's nothing crazy. I'm starting, I'm starting to realize why people go to Mount Everest now, because like I always thought like, why would you want to climb it? It's like, like I know it's an accomplish, accomplishment, but there's so many other accomplishments you could do. And uh, it's because that special adrenaline rush at the end. That I had no idea about. Well, you know, you hit a, you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, another no pun intended, but um, you you have like a bunch of old people rolling up there, and you realize it's probably cheaper than a year supply of Viagra. Mm -hmm. What's what's Mount Everest free? There's no admission fee. No, it there is. Yeah, I don't, it's expensive. Is there? Yeah. Wait, wait. You gotta pay Only to go to Mount Everest. Are allowed up top the mountain. Who's the fuck is Nepal? He's oh, that's his name. His name is Nepal. <laughs> yeah, but do you gotta you gotta get like uh, tickets or something? You gotta hand them the ticket and then you fucking bring all your equipment up there. I think you show Mister Nepal a QR code. Look, Paul. <laughs> like, who the hell said they're like? So people are paying to potentially die with a boner? How embarrassing! Yeah, yeah. How and much is a ticket? Frozen like that. 
How much is the ticket? Fourteen thousand. Fourteen thousand? <laughs> what? To die? Well, with a you can buy a car. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's like you're like, hey, hey man, you wanna like wrestle this lion? Sure. That'll be a cool Tinder profile picture. Fourteen thousand dollars. Fourteen. And you'll get a boner. <laughs> yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And it's not financially smart. No. <laughs> I don't want to oh. climb anything that bad. All right. Well, I'm a, that changes things in my drawing. Yeah. I um, mean, there's a little bit more, but I, I think you guys get the gist. I Unless you want to hear the rest. There's a, there's a few more lines. Yeah. Keep, keep reading. I want to see what else is in store. Climbing the Everest is a bit different than being on a plane. As the experience we can only guess is more intense, we imagine the boner might be also more intense. This is how this is written. I'm I'm just going. I'm reading this thing. You know, yeah, someone, I can't even. Someone had a great time reading. When asked how long, when asked, this is the, this is the burning question. When asked, no pun intended. When asked how long <laughs> did it last, Serenath answered, "About two hours per day. I think. I think I just had to drink a lot of water to speed up." blood circulation, and also keep my body warm and constantly moving. It's a patience game. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, I got my drawing. All right. Let's look at those. Uh, All right, let me pretty see. much, this is what comes to mind immediately. Um, this this is um, like, obviously, it's Mount Everest. Um, other people don't know it, but it's pink up there. Uh, very pink. Is it? Is it? Zoom in. And you see our mans who was originally smiling. And then you told me the $14,000 bit. So I changed the, the pace a little bit. Uh, those are frozen icicle tears. Um, <laughs> gearing around the boner region. And you'll also spot an empty wallet with three pennies dropping yeah. off next to him. And just to kind of enunciate how terrible of an idea this is. You have the cloud saying, dude, that ain't it, son. So I think altogether, you know, you have like a pretty good uh, representation of what doing something that dumb and expensive really would be like. That's yeah. great. Um, but yeah, That's let's great. see yours. All right. You want me to call it? It's black and white. You want to color it in because I didn't finish, but That's all I'll, good. I'll just show it to you. I'll, I'll imagine color. Oh, there it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I like that pile of shit mountain in the background, which I assume is what it is because you didn't color it in yet. Yeah. <laughs> so there's mountains higher than Mount Everest, the tip of Mount Everest. No, too. It's, I mean, it's not oh, higher. Just like, uh, I imagine mean, I the, drew it higher. Yeah, you're right. But <laughs> imagine what would happen to you all the way at the it's top the of background. shit mountain. That's crazy. It's got a flag on it. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's definitely bankrupt. Um, yeah. That's a nice one. Yeah. Um, is that you or is that because uh, that's a that's not your character uh, at <laughs> all? It could be me. I don't know. It was just I just drew a character really fast, but I, it wouldn't be me because I would never climb Mount Everest. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not planning on doing that anytime soon. I don't. I don't know if it, I'll even do a marathon or something like that, which is bad enough. But imagine that is um, that is really something, Dimitri. <laughs> That is really something. I imagine like I'm the teacher in kindergarten and you show me <laughs> proudly and I'm like, <laughs> okay, um, that is really something, little Dimitri. Do I get little, a gold star for it? You oh, get yeah. a gold star, little D. And big, two wet big, kisses. Little D. <laughs> well, um, it's pretty big D. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
this actually reminds me of my uncle. No, I don't know. What? But, um, <laughs> um, it just takes me back. Takes me back to a simpler time. But uh, this is yeah. awesome, man. This actually really, this is a perfect segue into something I was thinking about this week because the American flag. Um, uh, but you You're know what I realized? Dimitri is a patriot. I actually realized because I was walking around and there was a bunch of squirrels and I was like, um, animals have no idea about human politics. They have no idea about human issues. That's so true. it's, it's uh, they're blissfully in their own animal kingdom. Like we're going through a crazy time in the world right now, but they don't know anything about it. And they probably won't. They probably won't even notice. I mean, if, you know, riots break out or something like the yeah. birds and the worms and uh, armadillos and bears and shit will just be like, <laughs> I'm just going to eat and sleep and chill. It's all good. And it got me thinking, like, do animals have politics that we don't know about? The flips flop, the vice versa, the flip of the table. Like, do they have shit that's going on that they're talking about and stressed out about that we walk by them? Like, there's like a fucking rat there with like mm. a fucking, uh, I don't know, beetle. And they're discussing <laughs> some shit. And they're like talking about like, yeah, do you think that Falcon is going to win, you know, the presidential race of Animal Kingdom? And he's like, nah, man, I think the tortoise will. And they're like having an intense debate. But we just walk by because we're just getting our Dunkin' Donuts. We're walking by, yeah. going to get some fucking Subway. Stuff our face. But this like, you know what I'm talking about? Like they have to have some shit going on. Definitely. Am I the only one? No. Like what if like a like a, there's like a inchworm and he's like a, going on his way to vote? I don't know. Diversity knows no species. <laughs> there you go. Which goes back to the, the bass episode. Why you know like I'm very focused on animal species. And if you want to take that video idea, all I ask is for two dollars uh, via Venmo. I got you. I got you. Um, <laughs> That's an investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. Um, do we have some YouTube comments? Yes, we do. We got some comments right here from the last video. Beautiful. Some of these really stood out to me. And we can make it quick, but these are good. Yeah. Right. The first person is Sam. Their picture is just an S. Okay. And um, <clears throat> Sam, I identified with. The, the comment goes, random word, chicken noodle soup. So I did this thing in the last video where uh, I said, comment a random word. I'll build it into the next episode. Uh, and I want to really try to use this in conversation. Um, so Dimitri, if you want to like uh, think of like a sentence where you could, you would really use uh, chicken noodle soup as one of the words. Do we have another random word on there? Because um, we could incorporate another random word. Hmm. If we uh, had two and try to build it into a one sentence, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, Macaroni. Chicken noodle soup, macaroni. So you have to think of like a very specific, very serious sentence mm -hmm. that incorporates both chicken noodle soup and macaroni. And I'll think of a third random word just to make it really interesting. Um, sewer pipes. Chicken noodle soup, macaroni, sewer pipes. And here's my sentence. <clears throat> I was eating my macaroni when all of a sudden I heard the sewer pipes crackling, I called up the plumber, Mr. Mac and Cheese, and he fixed my sewer pipes. See, it's as easy as that. It's as easy as that. You forgot Wait, you chicken say, you noodle. Say chicken noodle soup. Oh, shit. What did I say? Oh, you I said, said the same Mac two words twice. twice. Yeah. All right, let me try again. Sorry. 
And uh, this is going to be a completely different one. Make it good, Cassell. <sighs> I'm like sweating on stage in front of thousands of people. I think we get the gist. Uh, this is the presidential debate. Um, all right. So I was eating, what is it, chicken noodle soup? Mm-hmm. I, I was eating, no, 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 fuck eating. That's too easy. Yeah. I was bathing in chicken noodle soup when all of a sudden my sewer pipes bursts. I was crying. I was so upset. And I stress ate 40 pounds of macaroni yes. That's to it. calm myself. That's it. That's good, huh? That's a home run. You That's got the good. whole visual run going on there? Yeah. All right, all right. Let's hear yours. All right. I was... Damn, I don't know, because I'm trying to think of something that's not eating with fucking chicken noodle soup and macaroni. Yeah, good luck. Can I help him? Can I be a lifeline? Can (laughs) I give him a verb? phone, Mikey. Dimitri, why don't you try flinging? Would you say flinging? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Flinging is a good verb. For something right. like this. We have a lot of squishiness going on in those three. All right. I got, I got a good one. <laughs> I was walking through the streets. I don't like how I said walking right there. I said it very. <laughs> I was walking through the streets and I was flinging macaroni into the sewer pipes. And out of nowhere, Pennywise crawls through and says, you got macaroni in my chicken noodle soup. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. That was good. That was good. What the flinging. The I like the collaboration that was going on there. Yeah, that was yeah. good. You, you it's a good idea. Flinging. Thank Just you. Just by saying flinging, <laughs> yeah, figured it all all out. Yeah, um, yeah, love it. This is incredible. Um, so I wanted to like maybe end this off on like an uh, inspirational note for artists um, who are out there um, and you know maybe it's someone who's just getting started maybe it's someone who has hit a slump but what would you tell them to keep them going maybe they're an animator maybe they're a painter maybe they're just making youtube videos like about streaming games like what kind of kept you going when you reached those points uh i mean personally if i if i had to go back like my 16 year old self, I would tell myself to give up to be completely honest with you. But if I want to be, if I want to be, wait, 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 you would say you would tell yourself to give up. Yeah. So you wouldn't be anywhere where you are now. Yeah. What the fuck? It's not worth it. But, 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 but then you would be doing some other shit. You would, you would be, damn, if I told myself that I would be a fucking store. Like, you know, I would, the store is pretty cool though. I, it's it's <laughs> no. it's not like utility bills and shit. Like you're paying for, to keep yourself turned on. Like, oh, I guess that is just life insurance. Life insurance. <laughs> um. Well, well, let's talk about that because that's, right. that's an interesting. Why? Why would you tell yourself to give up? Uh, I feel like one thing I've noticed. Like, I'm I'm happy in the position I am right now, but I feel like if I had like a regular job or something. And then that I actually enjoyed and didn't take up too much time. And then I just spent like all my creative energy instead of trying to make a career out of it, just try to make it as good as possible and like experiment more instead of like, cause like if I wasn't a story time animator and I spent my creative energy doing something else with animation, I probably would have been a much better animator instead of trying to focus on trying to make it a career. Um, is the goal for you to be like an animator, like for like Pixar or some shit? No, no, definitely not. I don't want to be in five years from now. I don't want to be animating at all. I like drawing, but I hate animating. 
Yeah, um, but, but but that manifests itself in so many different ways. I like that we're talking about this as the yeah. boner Mount Everest is plastered <laughs> on a 60-inch television screen. But I think that manifests itself in so many different ways. Like you could be in animation like without animating. Like you think about like Dan Harmon or Justin yeah, yeah. Roiland. Like they're, at, they're in animation. They have an animated television show, but they don't touch – uh, you know, like a stylist. Maybe they come up with character designs on like a bar napkin or something. But, you know, like when I think about myself, that's where I want to be too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, the whole thing was, I, uh, I don't know, I, my brain's stuck right now. What was the, with the original question? It was because I was saying I would give up, right? So, yeah. Well, like um, what, what, what kind of keeps you going right now? I mean, obviously you're having fun with it and there's like a whole community yeah, yeah. going on. I guess on, it's right? just like the vision, like there's been plenty of times where I've had like writer's block and uh, just like creative block in general, where there was like a point in my time in my uh, animation career where I was like, I don't know like what I'm making, like everything's all over the place. I don't have like a clear vision. And I think as long as you just keep making stuff, uh, eventually you'll get to where you want to be. That's one thing. I did with drawing because I've always drawn my whole life. But I never had my own style or like any like clear thing with drawing. And I just one day I was like, if I draw, no matter what it is, if I draw every single day, a year from now, my drawings would be way better. And it did happen. My drawing ended up being better because I drew every day. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter how long you do it, but as long as you, I feel like if you do something every single day and you're consistent with it, whether it's drawing or animating or writing, you'll get to a place years down the line where you're i'm stealing a quote right now but it's like i forgot what video was from it i think it was called like closing the gap but you're the reason why you started doing animating or whatever in the first place is because you have good taste like you know what you want to make but your skills aren't there yet and you're just trying to close that gap of Mm -hmm. going from where you are to what your tastes are yeah yeah i mean it it sounds like you have uh, a good type of um system going on there where it is if you tackle like you only need like 10,000 hours or something to become a mm-hmm. professional or something in something. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, like if you got started sooner, you could have reached that goal sooner. Like even with this podcast, I'm like, shit, like if I started this a year ago um, or like a year before I started it, I would be a year ahead of the game, but you didn't, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just a reality you got to live with. And it's like, might as well work towards where you're at now and modify the plan depending on like what your goal is now. Like I agree with you. Like I love the finished animated product, Mm -hmm. but churning away for hours, making something is tough and it's hard. And it's like sometimes not even rewarding. Like you could have like a video that flops and it's like, ah shit, how do I navigate that? But I think the answer to that is, continue doing what you're doing to get to a point where you could hire like an assistant or like get together like a little bit of a team like all the top youtubers um and obviously like once you get into television and like selling a series and all that you have a whole ass squad like a whole production team but even the bigger youtubers have production teams of like one to four people some of them got like mr b's probably got like 50 people working for him at this point Mm -hmm. you know yeah, he's got a lot of people. But would you do you ever think about that? Like maybe I could get to a point where hire someone to help me like focus on the the good the good shit that keeps me excited. Yeah, it's a thought, but like I feel like 
there's a lot of YouTubers who do stuff themselves. Like even David Dobrik edits himself. He edits all his stuff himself, but that's he has point. you know other people around him who deal with the business stuff. Like that's probably what I would have other people do. Like right. deal with the business stuff, and I would focus on my creative energies. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think yeah, you're right on the money, man. Like you, your head's in the right spot. I love your videos, and I really do hope Thanks. you keep going forever and figure out a way to like keep it fresh and exciting for you, because like that's the only way videos are good is like when the create you could tell the vi- the creator is stoked about shit mm-hmm. um and i think you're still there right now and it's like yeah like fuck yeah like figure out like where you want it to go and like what you want it to be in six months a year two years five years and um I, when i say like you're one of my favorite youtubers like i'm not even joking like that's some real shit so i really? hope i yeah like i watch your videos all the time and it has me dying so i'm like yeah. i hope you keep doing your thing, man. And I'm, I'm stoked that you were able to come on and kind of introduce yourself to my audience, you know, and if, if anybody doesn't know about you, like, please tell them, you know, where they could find you. But uh, this was super fun, dude. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. Also, but one thing I just want to add before uh, the end with that previous question, that one video you have where you talk about, I, I forgot what the title was, but you're like in an art gallery type place and you're talking about how like if a lawyer... There's a lawyer who wanted to be an astronaut and oh. have, like, gone after that dream. Yeah, yeah. The, That's that, one that of my was... favorite videos. Like, I have it. I don't have many videos in my favorites section on my like YouTube, but that's one of the videos I have on there. And I feel like a lot everybody watching this podcast should go watch that video. Dude, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, I know the exact video you're talking about. That's the video I did with Chantel Martin, um, mm-hmm. and it was like one of my first collabs I did um, with animation. Uh, I think it's called. Oh man, we'll, we'll we'll put it in the edit. But um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I appreciate that, man. I, I I I hope to inspire a few people with that video. So that's awesome to hear that it did something for you. What what are yeah. your channel links? What are your yeah. what do you want people to follow and check your shit out at? So you can follow me on YouTube at well, there's no ad, but the talentless writer <laughs> on YouTube, and then uh, Instagram at the talentless writer, and uh, on yeah. Twitter I forgot what it is, but you just look at the talentless writer on basically anything, you'll find me. This yeah. dude is funny as fuck. I highly recommend checking out his Thanks. stuff. And it's like a matter of, uh, you know, if you're feeling like you don't understand the world and the world doesn't understand you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not it's that all it's good. not that complex. It's not that complex. It is because no. you have you you have a view of the world that I think people a thousand years from now will start a religion on um, <laughs> and it'll be called talentlessness and it'll be lit, yeah. dude. Um, thanks again for coming on, man. I appreciate you doing Thank this you. last minute. Um, and uh, yeah, dude, let's do it sometime again soon. I'm down. Yeah, let me know. Hell yeah. And thank you, everybody, for watching. I'm so stoked we're in this together. Mikey, this is like a whole show at this point. You know, this we got is... past the first one, and now we're on the second one of the new season. It it's feels lit. like we're really growing. It, you, you're wearing a new colored sweatshirt <laughs> and everything. New. <laughs> it's all new. And those, that's the limited. You're wearing the limited edition shit, dude. Yeah, that, Danny size. I'm wearing Danny's size. Mm-hmm. We got the new hoodies coming out on November 27th. No way. We have a new black t-shirt coming out November 27th. You don't say. We have the Your Special plushie coming out on the 27th. It's Christmas season. Oh. We're going to be rocking and rolling. And as always, I want to have a little bit of a reason for people to... Stay till the end here, and the I want to I want to do something where the first, let's make it five people. The first five people who comment and or DM me on Instagram, the following sentence. Um, oh, this is good. 
Ricky loves a good rug. Anybody who comments that, first, the first five people, I will mail you free your special stickers to your address. Do I count? No. But everybody else does. Um, and uh, it'll be lit, and I it's the least I could do to give back to everybody who's along for my creative journey. You know, you got to give back sometimes. And you're the best at it, Danny boy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's Thank it. Thank you. That's it for episode 18. I hope everybody uh, stays safe out there. It's getting wild, but I want to make sure that uh, I provide some inspiration and entertainment for y'all through these wacky times 2021 is right around the corner we're gonna make it folks and uh just remember you're special special gang i love you all and uh yeah eat your vegetables i'll see you next time peace